Wickedness is real. Oppression is real. But more real is our victory. For this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. God has commissioned Bishop David Oyedeko to preach the word of faith, liberating men everywhere from all oppressions of the devil. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to rule in the midst of your enemies and subdue them under your feet. Now, Bishop David Oyedeko. Because death is no longer in the hands of the wicked, your time on earth is in the hand of Jesus Christ. <laughs> so I'd like you to be established in your heart because this day is marking the end of every threat of death in your life. <laughs> Father, thank you for this great day. Blessed be your name. In the precious name of Jesus Christ. Please, you may be seated. In this first segment of this great summit, we'll be taking time out to read fundamental scriptures that will help to establish your faith and confidence in the reality of long life. The theme of today's summit is dominion over death. Dominion over death, which is what guarantees your covenant birthright of longevity. You see, when you come into the covenant, you have committed God's integrity. One of the great testimonies this morning said, I knew that my answer is not in prayer, but in doing. Doing what God says is my guarantee for the victory I was looking for. So I settled down to locate those things and to apply my heart to them. Before we read some of these scriptural pillars, let me introduce you to the foundation of this covenant of long life. Genesis chapter 15. God was speaking to Abraham here. Genesis 15, 15. And thou shalt go to thy fathers in peace. Thou shalt be buried in a good old age. God was speaking to Abraham. And you know, the Bible says, look unto Abraham your father and to Sarah that bear thee, for I called him alone and I blessed him and I increased him. For the Lord shall comfort Zion. He shall comfort all our waste places. He shall make our wilderness like Eden and our desert like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness shall be heard in her, thanksgiving and the voice of melody. Isaiah 51, verse 1 to 3. He said, look unto Abraham. I want to give you a treat after the order of Abraham. Look unto Abraham. Whatever I had done in Abraham, I am 
willing to do in you is somebody here know what I'm talking about shall be buried in a good old age shall be buried in a good old age now so there is a word to Abraham which became a covenant because Abraham did what was expected of him and we know from scripture that we are connected to that covenant through the death of Jesus Christ in Galatians chapter 3 verse 13 and 14 we read from the word of the Lord our connection to the Abrahamic covenant that was what God said to Abraham and this is how we are connected to it because everyone under the sound of my voice today you shall not be buried until you have attained to a good old age the word says Christ has redeemed us from the cause of the law be made a cause for us for it is written cause is everyone that hangs on the tree why did they have to hang on the tree one to avoid the cause of the law and verse 14 said that the blessings of Abraham might come to the Gentiles through Jesus Christ that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So whatever God promised to Abraham becomes available to us through Jesus Christ. And God said to Abraham, you shall be buried only in a good old age. A good old age. And the Bible says Jesus was hanging on the tree, among other things, to connect us to the blessedness of Abrahamic blessings. That whatever God promised to Abraham becomes available to us through Jesus Christ. So when you are redeemed, you are redeemed not only for heaven, you are redeemed to become a partaker of the Abrahamic covenant. And all it takes is faith, through faith, through faith that everyone on this earth that is redeemed by the blood of the Lamb can connect with the Abrahamic covenant through faith. Shall be buried in a good old age. God was the one speaking here. And I think that is very important for us to recognize that God cannot lie. In Genesis chapter 6, God was defining what that good old age represents. Tell your neighbor, get ready to live until a good old age. Because the price has been paid. Say loud, because the price has been paid. Because the price has been paid. God was speaking to Noah and he put it that the age of man will be a hundred and twenty. A hundred and what? That's what he said to him. Now let's trace the genealogy of the men that make up this covenant. Abraham. Isaac and Jacob 
We are told from scriptures that Abraham lived for 175 years. How many years? Look at Genesis 1st chapter 6 and verse 3. And the Lord said, Genesis 6, 3, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that is also flesh. Yet his days shall be what? An hundred and twenty years. Pick your Bibles, mark that. What I understand from the New Testament, if thou canst believe, what? All things are possible to him that believeth. What you believe determines how you behave and it ultimately determines what you become or what becomes of you. This is God speaking. The same God who spoke to Abraham in chapter 15 spoke to Noah this way that this is my, own, this is my agenda for man. He is flesh. So I'm giving him up to 120 to be here. Amen. Amen. Now we read from Genesis chapter 25 and verses 7 to 8. God promised Abraham in chapter 15 and we saw him fulfill it here in chapter 25. Genesis 25 verses 7 and 8. And these are the days of the years of Abraham's life which he lived and hundred, three score, and fifteen years. His score is twenty. Three score equals sixty. And then Abraham gave up the ghost and died, what? In a good old age. And what? An old man and full of years and was gathered to his people. In a good old age, an old man full of days. As many as believed him, to them gave he power to become what they believe. And in that beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So every word you believe, God is committed to ensure that you become. So what you believe in the word of God determines what becomes of you. Why are people dying anyhow? Because nobody is teaching them what God has said. And God is not respect our persons. Without faith, it is impossible to move God. For he that comes to God must believe that he is, and he said, the word of them that diligently seek him. So nothing moves God like faith. Commitment, devotion, nothing. God will not move until faith is in place. And faith is not in place until the word of God is taught. For faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. He died in a good old age. An old man and full of days. 24 verse 1 said, Genesis 24 verse 1, he said, And Abraham was old and stricken in age, and the Lord has blessed him in everything. No wonder that Moses lived for 120 years. He was the one God told. 
Who did God tell? Moses. God told them, I've ordained man to be here for 120. You can't hear God and doubt him. Moses had God. Moses did what? Because the voice of the Lord is mightier than the voice of many waters. Somebody say, what will I be doing here at 120? Okay, what are you doing now? Since you are doing nothing now, there won't be no reason for you to be here for 100. You are doing nothing now. You are perhaps a burden to everybody around you. So why well, you can't be here for too long? Abraham was old and stricken in age, and the Lord has blessed him in everything. It was long life and prosperity, not long life and poverty, not long life and suffering, long life and prosperity. You see, you can The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord divided the flames of fire. Moses heard from God that the days of man shall be a hundred and twenty. So he had no problem believing it. In fact, he walked up to the mountain himself and disappeared. Moses died at one twenty. His eyes were not dim. His natural force not abated. That was what God told Abraham. And whatever God said to Abraham, he said to you through Christ Jesus. If you have been redeemed indeed, you have been connected to the Abrahamic blessing. You will see your children's children to their fourth generation. You will see them triumphing and prevailing in the affairs of life. Now let's look at Isaac, chapter 35, Genesis 35 and verse 28 and 29. You know it's God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, isn't it? Now let's read about the lifespan of Isaac. Genesis 35 and verse 28 to 29. And the days of Isaac were an hundred and four square years. That's what? 180 years. And Isaac gave up the ghost and died and was gathered unto his people, being old and full of days, and his sons Esau and Jacob buried him. Those guys who were still alive. Old and full of days. Lived a hundred and eighty years, and in Galatians chapter four, verse twenty-eight, Galatians four twenty-eight, he said, "And we, brethren, as Isaac, are children of promise. So we are destined to be a first-generation partaker of Abrahamic blessing." God sees us the way he saw Isaac through Christ. So whatever pertains to Isaac as the begotten son of Abraham pertains to us. Let's look at Jacob in chapter 47, verse 28. Genesis 47 and verse 28. And Jacob lived in the land of Egypt 17 years 
So the whole age of Jacob was a hundred forty and seven years. One forty-seven years. How many years? Now Jacob was one forty-seven. Isaac was one eighty. Abraham was one seventy-five. You have no one to resemble in the covenant. Men knocked down at fifty. Looking ancient at sixty. You have no one to resemble. In the light of this, there is no old man in this church. Everyone is in the youth fellowship. <laughs> Just behave an old man and you'll be buried in no time. I'm sure that the reason why the lifespan in this part of the world is going down year by year is because age is idolized in our culture. Age is what? Idolized in our culture. So everyone who desires to be idolized always behave an old man. You know, the Bible said, as far as your eyes can see, it shall be given to you. So when you see yourself as an old man, and the Bible says you shall go to the grave in an old age, then you arrive there earlier than you thought. <laughs> A man was with me in my office, and he was plain old. I said, stop there. My mother was already in business before you were born. Amen. I said, stop. You say, you know, as, as, uh, you know, at the age of 56, you know. I said, my mother was in business before you were born and is still in business today. My mother was in business before you were born and she's still in business today. They were building our house. My mother sent us money. Our own money. Stop! So I brought uh, Pasadela's brochure in my bag. I said, look at this man. He, he started working in 1917. Where were you in 1917? <laughs> and he's still preaching three services on a Sunday. <laughs> August this year will be 103 years. But it's only in Nigeria you see a 40-year-old man playing old. The only credential he has is that I'm older than you. That's all he has. You don't even respect uh, elderly people. He said, what's his age? 40. <laughs> I like you to understand from the context of scriptures how God sees the covenant. If this was a covenant, only those who break it will not enjoy it. God saw that they were dying and he came up with a word to bring to pass his purpose. Isaiah 65 and I read from verse 17 Isaiah chapter 65 and verse 17 just before then I made mention of Moses lifespan and we read that from chapter 34 of Deuteronomy and verse 7 Moses received that word Moses believed that word and Moses enjoyed the blessedness of that word. I'll read that before I read this prophetic word. Chapter 34 
and verse 7. Deuteronomy 34, 7. And Moses was 120 years old when he died. His eyes, his eye was not what? Dim. Nor his natural force, what? Abated. That is for you. I said that is for you. And Moses was 120 years old when he died. His eye was not dim, nor his natural force abated. 120. His eye was not dim. There was no breakdown notice in his body. His eye was not dim. And his natural force not abated. Moses received the word. Moses believed the word. And Moses manifested that word. You are going to manifest this word. Yeah. Isaiah 65 verse 17 all through to 25. For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth and the former shall not be remembered nor come into mind. So never bother about what the happiness in the environment is like. You have been told from the psalm we read, a thousand shall fall on your right and ten thousand on your left. He said, with your eyes you will see them. They will not come near you. Most people interpret the scriptures by the circumstances around them. That's why faith becomes difficult for them to embrace. If you say we are to live 120 years, what of the man who died at 40? He was a dynamic believer. He was more dedicated than myself. Now, truth is not relative. Truth is truth. Truth is not a function of public opinion. You can do nothing against the truth, but for the truth. We don't have a problem believing that God already paid the price for our healing. But why are still some people sick? They have not come to the point of faith that we commit God to transmit the healing virtue for their healing. No other explanation. He said, why could we not cast this out? He said, one, because of your unbelief. Two, this kind went not out but by prayer and fasting. Period. Your faith first. And then spiritual reinforcement second. That's all it takes. What happens to people does not determine what the truth is. Is somebody hearing what I'm talking about? He said, the former things must not come to your mind anymore. But be ye glad and rejoice forever in that which I create. For behold, I create Jerusalem a rejoicing and her people a joy. Can I hear your amen? Yeah. Verse 19, and I will rejoice in Jerusalem and joy in my people. And the voice of weeping shall be no more heard in her, nor the voice of crying. Can I hear your amen? Yeah. And he knows that crying and weeping is the natural reaction or response to death. So the next verse now says, There shall be no more thence an infant of days, nor an old man that has not filled his days. For the child shall die a hundred years. For the child shall die a hundred years old. 
<laughs> but the sinner, being a hundred years old, shall be a cause. That means in this kingdom, when you die at a hundred, you'll be considered a child. Come and say, child. This is not in heaven. They don't die in heaven. It's talking about here. Do they die in heaven? No. They live forevermore in heaven. So it's talking about here. That I am creating a new earth. Where when a man dies at a hundred, they will say a child has died. But when a sinner is 100 years, is under tension, is under struggle, they are carrying him about. They take him to the toilet and bring him back. He has become a specimen through which you study the decadence of old age. Is somebody hearing what I'm talking about? He said, A child would die a hundred. A child would die what? A hundred. A child would die a hundred years old. He said, I'm creating a new earth that would distinguish the redeemed from the unregenerated. That will separate between the righteous and the wicked. How do you feel when you see a man like Pastor Adela dancing? How do you feel? When he picks the phone, he picks the phone as a front desk officer. Not a... In fact, you'll be asking, please, I want to speak to, you know, Pastor Adela. Say, I'm the one, I'm the one. I'm the one. He came to minister's conference, prepared this note, and he made two copies. Gave me one, and he took one. Prepare this note. In my village, every 50-year-old person is an old man. Every. All he needs is a walking stick, and then you have an old man. At 102, preparing his note, and dancing, and dancing. He didn't see me for some time. He sent to find out. I hope you are doing okay. Everything I said about you is working. I know that God is doing that. Now you see, stay alive. Stay connected. Stay coordinated. I will get to the covenant with time, but whatever time we spend today is important because death should no longer take you for a ride. Yeah. It's very important. Now verse 21, this is what he said. And they shall build... Houses and inhabit them. They shall plant vineyards and eat the fruit of them. They shall not build and another inhabit. They shall not plant and another eat. Listen. For as the days of a tree are the days of my people, and my elect shall long enjoy the work of their hands. They shall not labor in vain, nor bring forth for trouble. For they are the seed of the blessed of the Lord and their offspring with them. That's what God is saying concerning you. And I will come, it will come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. The wolf and the lamb shall feed together. And the lion shall eat straw like the bullock. And dust shall be the serpent's meat. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountains, saith the Lord. Can I hear your loud amen? That means Satan will only have access to the unregenerated soul. Only to dust. 
His time will be over in persecuting the seed of the woman. Amen? Only to dust. It will appear that the lions have died because they are eating straw like sheep. Your adversary, like a running lion, going about seeking who may devour. That's God speaking to you this morning. That long life is your heritage. That there is no death on your face now at all. Did you hear that testimony? <laughs> he said his car was upside down. When they say come down, he said, I won't come down. You, all of you are walking on your head. I can't come down. <laughs> I can't come down. And there was petrol all over the car, but it will not catch fire. Did you understand what I'm saying? The lion shall eat straw like a bullock. He came to kill and he couldn't kill. Because the one inside the car is unkillable. That is what God is making of you from now. This is it. This is it. It was God who said, I'm giving you 120. He said it to Moses. And Moses stood at 120 and went off. Amen. It is my prayer that no one here will be cut off in the midst of his days. As I close in this segment, I read from Jeremiah 33. Something is happening to someone now, is it? Somebody asked me a question some years ago. He said, you said we shall be the head and not the tail. If we are all the head, who shall be the tail? <laughs> I said, anyone who is not among the head must be among the tail. But there is enough room on top. But each one goes there by his own choice. Anybody is free to die at 120. I mean, I've died at 20 if he wants. It's just a matter of choice. But I want you to know that very shortly around the world, it will be said of this commission, they don't die on time. A time is coming here when they will only announce your birthday when you are 100. So there's a child here today and he was just 100 last Thursday. Come and give this young man a big hand and they give him a big hand. Now you see, that is cheating on death because of truth. Jeremiah 33. Can I hear you say, I'm not dying any death now. Now I read from verse 20. Thus saith the Lord, if ye can break my covenant of the day and my covenant of the night, that there should not be day and night in their seasons, then may also my covenant be broken with David my servant, that he should not have a son to reign upon his throne and with the Levites, the priests, my servants. Can I hear your amen? amen? God is saying that every covenant is as valid as the day and the night and as the continuity of the sun and the moon. So every time you wake up in the morning and you see the sunshine, then know that every of God's covenant 
is still in force. So if God says 120 is your year and he proved it in Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and then established it in Moses, you got it. He said, except the sun stops shining and the moon stops manifesting itself, then can any force under heaven break my covenant? Can I hear you say I'm making it? Can I hear you say I'm making it? Verse 25. Thus saith the Lord, if my covenant be not with day and night, and if I have not appointed the ordinances of heaven and earth, then will I cast away the seed of Jacob and David my servant, so I will not take of his seed to be rulers over the seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, for I will cause their captivity to return and have mercy on them. God is saying, my covenant I will not break. I am committed eternally to establishing my covenant with my people. That means death has no more dominion over you. I said death has no more dominion over you. I said death has no more dominion over you. I said death has no more dominion over you. I said death has no more dominion over you. I said death has no more dominion over you. I said death has no more dominion over you. They called me off from Spain last night. There is one precious person in the hospital there and was under oxygen. And the wife was speaking to me and said the two of them had cancer. And that about a year and a half ago, I ministered to her by proxy, just sent the mantle to her, and God healed her completely. So she believed that a word into his ears under that intensive care will lose it. God has power to stop death. And that's why I know that every terminal disease here is terminated today in this service. That's the word of the Lord. What you believe is important in determining what becomes of you. What you believe is vital in determining what becomes of you. What you believe is vital in determining what becomes of you. God said, I'm going to create a new earth. And in that new earth, among my people, a child shall die a hundred years old. But when a sinner lives up to a hundred, he's finished. He lives in sorrow. He lives under pressure. But for the redeemed, you will still look like a child at a hundred years. That's going to be your portion in Jesus' name. That's going to be your portion in Jesus' name. That's going to be your portion in Jesus' name. What you believe is crucial in determining what becomes of you. What you believe is crucial in determining what becomes of you. It is your choice from this book that makes 
or unmakes you. This is the word of the Lord. The covenant is the power base for long life. Death cannot cheat on the covenant because the covenant commits the integrity of God. Except my covenant be not with the day and the night. Then you can tamper with my covenant. Heaven and earth may pass away, not a jot of my word will go unfulfilled. And God said, and the scriptures cannot be broken. If this is the word of the Lord, then it's either take it or leave it. You can't change it. Take it or leave it. You can't change it. Lift up your two hands to heaven and declare your faith in the word you have heard. If I have been connected to the blessedness of the Abrahamic covenant, then I receive with all my heart the blessedness of long life. I have been redeemed to be connected to the blessedness of the Abrahamic covenant, which among other things includes being buried in a good old age. In a good old age. In Jesus' precious name. I shall not die but live and declare the works of God. With long life, God will satisfy me and show me his salvation. Because I belong to the Abrahamic covenant, I am not going down the grave until I've attained unto a good old age after the Abrahamic order I believe God I believe his word and I know what I believe I am empowered to become thank you Jesus Bishop David Oyedepo has just placed in your hands the key to all-round victory, exploits, success, and unquestionable dominion over all life's challenges. The end has come to all your struggles in Jesus' name. Please share your testimony with us. Write Bishop David Oyedepo, PMB 21688 Ikeja, Lagos, Nigeria, or call 774-7546 774-7547 or send your testimony through email bishop at winnerscanaanland.org and best of all come hear the man of God live as you worship with us at Faith Tabernacle Canaan Land Kilometer 10 Idiroko Road Otter on Thursdays 5pm to 7pm on Sundays, 9 a.m. to 11.30 a.m.